0: You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about individual defensive performance in a game. And we're going to I'm going to share with you a simple tactical tool you can use, as well as a drill that we found to be extremely successful in our gym. So it's an episode you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. The Volleyball by Design Podcast. What's up ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 128 of the Volleyball by Design Podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Another week of volleyball, another episode. I'm so excited to jump on the pod with you guys again. If you are a new listener, welcome to the podcast. My name is Coach Brian Singh and I'm the host of the podcast. And if are you if you are a regular listener, as always, you know the goal of this podcast is to provide tangible step-by-step things you can take back to your gym and apply right away. And I appreciate you uh, my regular listeners, I appreciate you tuning into another episode. You know how much I appreciate you. And if my voice is a little bit uh a little bit off today it's cuz we just had a match yesterday and a lot of a lot of yelling. Good, good good yelling though. You know just a lot of back and forth and things like that and you know it was um it was a great match. Uh, we won 3-1. Um, really great team. Uh, got a ton of respect for the head coach that we played. Uh, he's, he runs a great program and, uh, we knew it was going to be, it was going to be a good game and it was a good game. And the, the idea for this episode was sparked by something he said. And I did I never really, I heard it once last year, uh, and I heard it again by him. And we were a, after the match, you know, we're, we're friends, so we were talking after, and we were talking about what we were trying to do, and how, you know, matchups and things like that. And, and he, he made a comment. He was like, you know, I would call a timeout, and my guys were frustrated because they kept swinging. You guys kept digging. You guys kept t- getting touches on the ball. You guys kept kept the ball in play, and it was really frustrating for our guys. We we didn't know how to how to combat that. And I was like, that's interesting. And last year, I had a coach tell me that we were one of the the scrappiest teams he's seen uh, on defense. And I was like, interesting. And I started thinking about, you know, I I am a defensive-minded coach, so I I will start by that. I am a defensive-minded coach. I do believe the best defensive teams win. I mean, yes, you have to score the ball. Don't get me wrong, I understand that. But I know that really good defensive teams win. So when he said that to me, <clears throat> Sorry, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I went back to my strategy, and I went back to how we train defense in our gym, and how we're thinking about it, and I thought, you know what? I want to share this with you guys on the pod today. Uh, but before, I just want to share the the stats that were, that were from that game. So in the in the game we played, you know, we picked up four and a half blocks. So if you don't know, um, a block assist counts as point five. So if you get a block assist, it's it's 0.5. If you get a block, it's one. So if two people go up for the block and they both tu- and they both touch it, that's 0.5 for both of them. So we had four and a half blocks, which is pretty good. And we had 59 digs. 59 digs on that match. And I was in four sets. Okay, so fifty-nine digs digs in four sets. One player had sixteen digs. We had a player with eleven digs, two players with eight digs, a player with nine digs. So we really dug the ball and blocked the ball well in this match. So it got it got me to thinking: how how is this possible? Like how why are we known as this defensive minded team and very scrappy? And it's tough for players to score on. Mind you, there are teams that are going to score on us. Okay, don't get me wrong. If you're a coach out there and you're in my league getting ready to play me, <laughs> you will score. You will score on us. Okay, we're not you know we're we're not perfect at playing defense, but you know we we try to put ourselves in the best position to play defense. And the first thing I want to, the first strategy that I want to talk about is preparation. Honestly, prep. Now, the, um, well, an episode of, short, I, I should, sorry, I should have uh, prefaced this by saying, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about team defense. Uh, and I talked about how to improve your team's defense. That was on, that was episode 121. Okay, so episode 121 was how to improve your team defense. And today, I want to talk more about, yes, we're going to talk about team defense a little bit, but more individual defense. So what can you do? And I said my first strategy is being prepared. Now, when you're prepared, what does that mean? Well, that means, and you've probably heard me say this a lot of times, but that means knowing your opponent. And more specifically, as an individual, knowing your matchup. That is important. So we as a team, absolutely, we watch film. We look at the other team's tendencies. We look at where their strengths are and their weaknesses. We look at how they're going to score on us and we try to game plan accordingly. That makes sense. And I talked about that back on episode 121. But the stats that I just read to you, we had multiple players picking up digs. So how is that possible? Well, you have to know your matchup. You have to know your check. So if you're a middle when you're watching film now if you don't have film on a middle well, i'm going to come back to that at the end if you if you don't have film on the team you're going to play against i'll come back to that at the end but if you do and you're a middle and you're you're a coach okay you're you, well, i mean all of you guys are coaches out there but you got to coach your players how to be prepared for matches <clears throat> so if you're coaching your middle your middle has to watch the other teams middles all of them and look at how they score. And what you're gonna find is those middles have tendencies. Most middles like to hit five. It's a very common tendency. So when your middle goes up to play, they already know the player that they're playing against. They know the type of shots that player likes to do. They know the type of player that, that player is. And when they go, they're gonna be able to be better prepared to play that player. So when, my, so when we played yesterday, we know that the middles like to swing five. They can go one, but it's a it's a much easier shot than five. The five is their good shot. So what did we do? We made sure that we fronted the middle, so we stayed in front of the middle, and when they set that middle, we took away five. And we got block touch after block touch after block touch because we were we were prepared. We knew what they like to do. Same thing with the my left side. My left sides are matched up with the opponent's right side, opposite hitter, and/or setter. What do they like to do? Do they like to swing line? Do they like to swing cross? Does it is it dependent on what we do? If we give them line, do they swing line? If we give them cross, do they swing cross? So how do they? What do they like to do? And we take that away from them. You know, we make sure we know our opponent inside out. <clears throat> you know, right sides have to know the other team's left sides liberos have to know the other teams well everybody how they serve and and swing so excuse me sorry my voice is going in and out because of yesterday but basically we have to understand who we're playing against that is that is the biggest thing i think about making sure that we are playing good defense as as a team you know in episode 121 i dived more into like defensive systems and communication and i i talked about Knowing your responsibilities and blocking strategies, and all that's great. You know that's team. That's team. That's being tactical with your team defense. But I'm going. I'm taking it a step further because everyone does that. But your players have to be responsible for knowing their opponent. And what I mean, being responsible, I mean writing it down. Like my middles, their job is to not only do the serving charts for the other, for the other team's uh, ability to serve, but they have to do their opponents' charts. Where do they like to hit? And they draw arrows And where they like to hit. What are their tendencies? What shots do they like to do? What are they uncomfortable? You know, as a, middle atta- <clears throat> as a middle blocker, or sorry, as a middle attacker, does that middle blocker, are they more strong going to the left or going to the right? Are they a better left side blocker or are they a better right side blocker? Maybe, you know, a lot of middles, they can do the footwork out to the left side really well, but they struggle going to the right side. That's, that's really good information for us to know matchup wise. So that's that's how you you gotta really dive in to your opponent. I spent a lot of time talking about that but being prepared is really important. The second thing um yeah I'll start I'll say that. there's there's three strategies I really want to talk about. The second thing is is desire. desire yeah the ball doesn't touch the floor. So in our gym we train it. We make defense. So we celebrate it. Just like when you celebrate a kill, we celebrate a dig. We we make that our identity. The ball doesn't touch the floor. And we, we penalize our guys for it. Like for example, you know those times coaches, you know how many times when a serve trickles over the net, it touches the tape and it just trickles over the net and it touches the floor and you're like, ah, oh, we'll get the next one. I'm sorry. I'm, I shouldn't assume that, but some coaches, maybe they do that. That is a wrong mindset because in a game, a ball can be served, touch the top of the tape and just trickle over. And what happens? Oh, it's a point for the team because we didn't move. We reacted late or we, that's the way we practice. We let it go in practice. Well, what do you expect to happen in a game? Of course it's going to happen. We're going to get scored on in a game. You know, there are certain things that we can't have. So we have a, you know, we have a philosophy in our gym. The ball doesn't touch the floor. It could touch you and then go out. That's fine, but the ball doesn't touch the floor. Now there are there's one exception, and those are like, you know, one on one situations. Ball is set to the left side. One on one scores, cross score, shot score. You know, something like that. They're they're supposed to score. That's no problem. But other than that, the ball doesn't touch the floor. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So philosophy, mentality, wanting the ball you know, wanting to dig, wanting to pass, embracing that challenge. That is also a really important part of, I think, being that scrappy defensive team is when you get excited about it. The third strategy kind of ties into my second, and that is if we are, I talked about celebrating it. Well, we also make sure that we put value on it in practice. So many times, My players get frustrated with me actually with this, but my players always are asking me, when are we going to play a real game of volleyball? And you may say, what what do you mean? You guys don't play real games of volleyball in your gym? We do, but not very often. And I'll tell you what I mean by that is our volleyball games have a little bit bit of a different point system. So we play a lot of, if you get a block, that's two points if you get a block touch, that's two points. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry. I, I sorry. If you get a block, that's two points. I apologize. If you get a block, that's two points. We do that a lot. Sometimes we'll do if you get a dig, that's one point. Sometimes we'll do if you get a block touch, that's one point. So think about that. You get a dig, that's one point. You get a block touch, that's one point. You get a uh, a block that's two points, so our players embra- they want to dig the ball, they embrace that because they're gonna get points for it, and we play a lot of games like that. We have we act it's to a- it comes to a point where our players they already know that point system. They're like, oh, we're playing a real game of volleyball today. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll-, we'll play a real game, or they they get excited to play just a regular. You get one point for everything, you know, so we really put an emphasis on getting those extra touches. And digging, by the way, coaches, digging is not just you know when you dig off of an attack. I'm not sure if you know this, but when you recycle, if my attacker hits the ball off the block and it comes back over and we dig that ball back, that's a dig. If we bump that ball back up, that is a dig. So that also plays a role because offensively now, guess what? Just because Our digging improves us defensively. It also improves us offensively because we can be more patient. I always talk about patience. You know, patience is really important. And I mean, I know this episode is by defense, but as an offensive player, when the set's not there and we can recycle, and recycle means hitting it off the block and back on our side in a controlled manner, that's called being patient. And we can set ourselves up for another opportunity to score. And we do that quite a bit on our team because we practice it. We know that's a dig. That's a point. All right, sometimes we do half points. The problem is, is that if we have an electronic scoreboard, we can do half points. But if we do like just a flip score, it's tough doing half points. Because normally cause another way you could do it is like a block touch is 0.5, a recycled dig is 0.5, and then a regular dig is one. You can do that way too, like however you want to do it, but we do it. So we'll have rallies. Where you get like five, six points on a rally. Isn't that incredible? Five, six points on a rally, that's amazing. So if you're down by like five, six points, you get right back in in the game really quickly. So we, we embrace that. So let's just recap really quickly here. Being prepared, knowing, you know, knowing your opponent. Knowing your opponent inside out, what they like to do, what they don't like to do, the type of shots they do, being prepared, you know, Having that defensive mentality, want like my second strategy was wanting the ball, you know, like defensive desire. It really is. It's desire. You got to want it. And then train it. And how do we train it? We, we celebrate it and we award points for good defensive plays. And you could use this strategy for offense too, you know. We do it all the time for offense. If we're trying to, you know, run, like let's say, for example, we're really trying to emphasize the pipe. You know, this is a high level you're really trying to emphasize the point the pipe guess what you get two points for a pipe shot hey you don't think your players are going to run more pipe yeah absolutely all right or if you're trying to emphasize um you know different types of uh offensive shots maybe award points for different shots you know you got to come up with your own way of doing it but it is an amazing thing when you see it and i'll tell you at our uh, at the game uh we had yesterday even the ref was clapping for some because we had a lot of rallies it was it was great volleyball But that's that's the thing is we you have to train it, and a lot of times you know we focus so much on offense, and it's important. Offense is important because you got to score to win the game, right? Uh, Volleyball is an offensive minded game. We've talked about that. There are four attackers and three blockers. It's designed for us to score. It's not like basketball where there's five on five. You have five shooters, five defenders. In our game, you only have three people that could block, but you got four attackers. So. You know, it's designed for offense to win, and we got to make sure that we still have a defensive mindset when we play this game. And year after year, I keep hearing the, I keep coaches keep telling us, you know, you guys are really scrappy. You guys, you know, we couldn't score because of this. And we, obviously, we're going to play against the great teams with the the high high flyers that are six 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 seven. And no matter what we do, even if we even if we touch the ball, they're going to score because there's only so much you can do. But this is how we've done it. Okay. So this was a little bit of a shorter episode. I know. Um, I know normally I go for like, you know, 25, 30 minutes, but I really just want to, I want you now, when you go back into your gym, I want you to think about, I I told you, this episode is about, you know, this, this show is about giving you tangible things you can take back to the gym and apply right away. These are three tangible things you can do now. Okay, you can, oh, the fourth strategy I'll give you, I'm sorry, I'll give you another one. I'll throw in a bonus one here. Seeing it on video. Honestly, sometimes players need to see what good defense looks like they but you can tell them you can tell them all you want but you got to see it at the highest level so we when we wa- we watch film of high level volleyball and fortunately for us you know I, we have you know for those of you out there who have access to you know video software like Volumetrics, huddle vidswap all those ones that's great cuz you could just isolate clips if you have access to high level volleyball videos you could watch Look and see what real defense looks like. When you see a rally, when you see a team that you think is defensive-minded, show your team that video. Because when they see what a really good defensive team looks like, they can now know what they need to emulate. They see what the, what the possibility is. They see what, what chase downs mean and getting on the ground. And they, they see all that and they embrace it. So that's my uh, that's my fourth, my fourth bonus tip to you is show them what it looks like at the highest level. And they, you'll be surprised how much when they see it, they'll be like, okay. And their mindset can shift just by seeing that, all right? So being prepared, mentally, de- defensive desire, point system, as well as showing them what it looks like, those are your four strategies that I think will definitely help improve your individual player defense. And this has nothing to do with skill, by the way. Nothing to do with their individual skill. We're not talking about technical here. We're talking about tactical, I think that's the best way to describe this. These are tactical ways to improve individual defense, not technical ways. All right. So anybody can do it. That's that. That's the. That's the. I guess the the conclusion. Anyone can do this. All right. And if you want to find out more information about this stuff, digitalvolleyballacademy.com. That's my signature membership, where you know I get to welcome coaches from all around the world, and they get a chance to get mentored and see up all the stuff that I've created over the course of my 15-year career. Check it out digitalvolleyballacademy.com I got a lot more stuff on defense and I got a lot of trainings that I've done in DVA about this kind of stuff so uh, and you can actually see a lot of the drills that I've talked about and other things too and get get a better understanding of what we're talking about here but yeah that's it for me thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast I will see you guys next week take care all right cue the music look Are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training, and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out coachbtraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.